There it is. Hi, everybody. Welcome Hi. to episode 16 of Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness. Uh, I'm your co-host, Atusa, and my other fabulous half, Hollis. And today we have a special guest for you. She is one of the co-authors with me on the book, Creativity is Whatever You Want It To Be, which I have in paperback. There you go. She's showing her copy. Um, you can also get it on uh, uh, Kindle. And the links are on all our social medias if you go anywhere there. Uh, Myra is a certified hypnotherapist, and she is the founder of Be Out of Your Mind, and she is the happy mom of a new puppy that you hear in the background uh, that might be joining us on the show. We'll see if she is uh, going to be letting her mom do this without her having to pick her up. But Myra, we always have fun on our interviews. This is, I think, our third one. It's been fun. So welcome on the show. And um, before you get started, I just wanted to mention again, um, our chapters in this are so similar. The messages are so similar. Even I found like, you know, you have the um, be out of your mind and I have the goodbye bullshit, hello happiness, same thing. And um, it's, um, it's amazing. Like, Two different people, ages, everything different, but so much similarity. So please share um, a little bit about yourself. Tell us what bullshit you had to say goodbye to to get to where you're at. Such a good question. I agree. Um, and honestly, I think any teacher um, is kind of saying the same thing if they are based on truth, like truth, truth. You know, I think we're all trying to say the same thing, um, just being said in different ways with different stories and different messages that will resonate with different people. So, so I think that's, that's true. And I saw that, you know, as I've started to finally read the other chapters, I'm seeing very common themes amongst a lot of the chapters, which is, I think, what makes the book actually very, like, cohesive and good. So my bullshit... <laughs> I think I think it's similar to everyone's bullshit. I think it just shows up in different ways, but it is um, who did I think I should be and what was I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. um, and for me, growing up with, I guess, like financial struggle and, and all of that, not a lot of extra money. We never you know, we never went hungry. We we're never homeless, nothing like that. But, you know, it, we were always, you know, the, not enough money, you know, not all this stuff. For me, it was so important to be financially stable and to be successful career-wise. Um, and then what I talk about in the chapter was I also had this thing, which I thought I had like very consciously said, I'm not doing that. But who I was supposed to be as a married woman, right? Like kind of catering to my partner and being available or whatever. And I was like, I'm not like that. And I consciously would like not do that. But then I realized, but you stopped going to the gym, you stopped writing, you stopped reading, you stopped drinking tea, you stopped doing like all these things that were your 
thing you stopped. So then obviously I kind of was falling into this narrative of who I needed to be as even a wife. So um, that was a lot of the, I mean, I guess we're calling it bullshit. I mean, of course, some of that is really good. I mean, it helped me get multiple degrees and, um, you know, financial stability, even to now to where I'm, you know, I quit and I'm still able to be good because of the choices that I made financially really early on. Um, so, I mean, it's not all bad, but it's, it's just at the end of the day, like, you know, hello happiness, right? Like that part of it. Are you happy? Right. We're all still, even as we let go of some bullshit, we still are kind of dealing with other levels. You know, we're kind of constantly there, but it's really like, where's my happiness? Like that's now my priority. Like what's, what's my happiness level? What would make me even more happy? And so it's really more playing along those lines rather than do this and then hopefully I'll be happy. It's like, no, I'm going to be happy first and then I'll play with the rest of my roles and life and, you know, things that I kind of have to do or want to do. Yeah. Um, it's, that's exactly what I was going to uh, get to because you talk about that in your chapter. Again, I know I've talked about it and other people have, and, um, it's part of that. How did your um, intuition, because you talk about that in your chapter as well, uh, your intuition, your guiding system, your truth, how do you use it? How do you communicate with it to make sure you follow your happy path? You follow your happiness. Yeah. Um, I'm big on emotion. Um, so how does it feel for me? And that could be, and, you know, I think we all feel our emotions differently. Um, you know, sometimes like I, I haven't got this in a while because I feel like I'm pretty much like flowing well. And so so it's a little bit more subtle. But I remember at a young age having feelings like like that gut wrenching or that throat tightening or that like all those things which were like obvious, like red flags of like that's not the right path or it's not or maybe it's just not the right thoughts that you're thinking like the thoughts that you're thinking are not serving you and for and I of course like I would dismiss them with my logic um and just try to figure it out mentally and that never worked and so I was just perpetually um in my head and whenever I tell people like I wasn't really happy they're like but you looked happy (laughs) You know, like you were partying, you were doing, you were traveling the world. And I'm like, yeah, but I was like seeking something, you know, versus now it almost looks like I'm living the same life, but it's like, I'm, I'm now finding my, myself, my grounding, my happiness. And then I go do the travel, the partying, the fun. (laughs) So, um, so it's really just taking control of my emotions, I think is the first thing. But as far as intuition, that's still something that I'm playing with. Um, Like, what is it? How to tune into it? All of that. Um, It's something I'm still playing with. But I, I think where I'm at right now is understanding that my intuition is just me plus. So it's not, I think I used to think it was some sort of like external source, you know, like super consciousness, you know, like, 
there's kind of those ideas and that I was like going to receive, you know, kind of like God speak to me, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I thought that's what my intuition was, but it's like, it's, it's just your truth that like without the blocks of, but that's irresponsible, but that's not the right thing. But your mom said you should do this, but so-and-so is going to criticize you. Like if you could clear that space out, you can, you just have access to your truth, your intuition. So it's, it, I think it, I've like now finally simplified it for myself. And it's not this like, so now meditation isn't this like, let me receive from the higher powers that be. It's more like, let me calm my mind down so that I can uh, hear clearly what's already there. So it's, it's such a subtle difference, but I think it, that to me is a, is a big difference for like, what's your intuition for me, my experience so far and my discovery. Nice. Hollis, our fabulous publisher, would you like to add anything? <laughs> Questions? You know what? I just, when you were saying calm your mind to hear, there was a lot of points that you made that I kind of want to touch on, but calm your mind to hear. So then you're not looking for that outside validation. It's really coming from inside. Mm -hmm. It's that whole thing of going inside, which is what we need to do, which a lot of people are so uncomfortable with because it may not feel good because you may have to dig through some ick because you have to get through, like you're saying, the emotion. You have to feel yeah. And we're not always comfortable with how we feel. And we may not always know how to decode what that means. And if I feel angry, does that mean that I'm angry at everything? Or does that mean that I'm angry at one thing? Or what is it? Or all of that. But I just really like how you just said, calm your mind to hear. That was pretty yeah. and And I think I knew that. But I was, again, trying to hear something from outside myself rather than understanding that it's available. The information's here now. It's not coming to me. It's not me trying to, you know, it's like, it's here. It's me just being chill enough to be able to access the truth or to see the blocks, right. Or to see the, the other, the truth of my blocks or, you know, whatever it is, whatever's like, um, I guess important at the moment. And it's always different, whether it's like, a new idea or just calming understanding or it's, Oh crap. I always thought it was that person's fault, <laughs> but actually I can see now in this stillness, how I was playing a role in this relationship, you know, or stuff like that, you know, like I get all sorts of different information, whether it's just like a, kind of reality check or a see things from a different perspective um, or a, wouldn't it be fun to do this? Mm. Um, today I didn't, to be honest, I didn't have time to meditate. Um, I did have time. I just prioritized other things. So I shouldn't say I didn't have time, but I prioritized other things, but I did have a drive, which to me, that's almost, you know, like I just put calming music and I just kind of asked a question, which was like, I want to, I want to find words <laughs> to help me settle into this new vibration that I feel like I'm kind of tapping into and I want to settle into that. And so that's really what, what came to me during, I guess, today's meditation slash drive, which was just words that helped me solidify 
my newsstands. So it's like, it's not big like a haul. Like I think when we think about intuition, it's like, is it this job or is it that job? Is this the man? You know, is this? The, and it's like, sometimes it's just little things. And I, I think that's another thing where I've like started to step back because before it was like huge goals, massive decisions. And I was like, intuition, help. And it's like, if I'm not practiced, that there's no way I can tune in. And so I was kind of thinking I was hearing my intuition when I wasn't, it was still like a lot of mess. So now I'm learning to kind of play with smaller things and saying, I just want some words today, or I just want a better understanding, or I just want to feel this or stuff like that. And I think that's like helping me build that relationship and that strength with what is my intuition? How do I receive, I guess, quote unquote, or tap into this? Um, so it's, it's, it's an art, I guess. <laughs> well, what I find too, is that a lot of people, um, the reason, first of all, at the beginning, they might not be listening to their intuition and not following the truth is also has to do a lot with they trying to um, still validation from the outside that they want that validation, acceptance, approval, you know, am I doing this right? Am I comparing to the other people in my life or out there? Mm -hmm. And then um, they shift it to that it's validation from, you know, like you said, up above the source, God, universe, what is it that they're like, you know, they, they look to that as their intuition that can you validate this somehow? Can you tell me, you know, but really it's again, still everything's from your inside and that awareness that's coming in. And um, as long as you, there, there, there is a subtlety to it. And um, I love that you touched on that because it's really, it's, it's more of a movement. It's, it's easy. It's not hard. It's just, you gotta go and, um, get in touch with it and feel it. And I tell people, start using it for like really stupid mundane stuff in your life. So you get that kind of feel for it that it's not loud. It's not, you know, like even the food you want to eat, the clothes you want to wear, you know, the direction you want to take to school, work, wherever it is. You know, should I go this way or that way? Even when you're going on a walk, on a hike, you know, do I want to go left or right? So things that your brain doesn't get um, too attached to it, but then you can um, easily just discern what that internal voice feels like, sounds like. Yeah, one game I guess I've been playing is when I drive, if it's a multi-lane situation, I sometimes I'm like, okay, like let me know if I need to switch lanes kind of thing. And... Um, sometimes, yeah, it'll be like, okay, move to that one, but it doesn't make sense, right? Because it's like, well, I feel like the one I'm on is still going a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, of course, it's like just the, this is like the playing around with it. So it's like, okay, then I move and then I see, okay, like a few minutes later, or like seconds later, it's like, oh, that lane got stopped because, uh -huh. you know, something like that. And so then I see that. Or sometimes I was doing that and I was thinking like, oh, maybe I'm like avoiding a crash or something like that. Like I was so dramatic, right? I was like, oh, you know, I'm being guided away from like some massive disaster or something. And then I was playing that this weekend and I moved 
to the other lane. And I was like, and then immediately the thought came like, why do you always have to think that you're preventing like some sort of disaster? Like what if it's, and then what happened was when I moved, when I came to the stoplight, I parked right next to a car that I was actually like, we have similar cars. And so then I like, we started talking as soon as the red light happened. So that if I was behind this car, I wouldn't have been able to have the conversation. So I moved. So we had this really fun. And then I had my puppy. So it was just a really fun 15 second exchange. So it's just sometimes guidance is it's just to your path of most joy. It's like, could I have had the ride without the 15 seconds? Absolutely. Did I lose anything if I didn't listen to, you know, my intuition and source? No, but was my drive that much more better because of this like really fun little exchange or whatever? Like nobody does that at a red light. Nobody just stops and like immediately looks and starts talking to the person next. Like that doesn't usually happen. So, um, so some, you know, I think that was just my inner guidance, just saying like, Sometimes I'm just guiding you to have more fun and not prevent a disaster. Like, because that's what you've been asking for fun, joy, bliss. Um, So, yeah. I love that. Exactly. Um, Don't, I I was going to say something. Fun is a big part of intuition for anybody listening. You got to start having fun. Yeah. Because um, it does not work. I sometimes use my intuition, like when I lose, misplace things. It's like, um, where did I? Where did I put that? Show it to me. Where is it exactly? So have fun with it. Use it for anything. I start with fun because, yeah, same. I was just, like I said, I was doing it for really serious matters or financial decisions. And it's like, that's, it's good. You should do it for everything. But it's like to build it, like do it for things that aren't that serious. Yeah. 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 Because we get so attached. We get so like... And like you mentioned in the beginning, it's like that whole like closing up of things. It's like this tightening. So if you're that emotionally attached and you're like waiting on it and you're like, when is the money going to come in? Everything is like all tightened up and you can't, you're not open to things. So it's, yeah, it's those baby, those baby steps. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I've been listening um, uh, to us. I've been thinking more awareness to your bullshit meditations when you present it in the space. And, you know, as I've been taking walks and um, as I, what was I doing the other day? Eating, um, really being aware as I was eating and giving gratitude for, you know, everywhere, wherever it was coming from and everything. Um, it just feels so different. And the other day, I think I had, I don't know, I remember if I mentioned it in this space, but when I was walking it was like one of those downloads that just came that said, release, release the old Hollis. Ooh. And I was like, whew, okay. <laughs> like, it, that's just kind of what I, I heard from my higher self. I'm like, or wherever it came from, I'm like, yeah. That was just walking around my neighborhood. Um, and I just kind of took that as just release this kind of, so serious like not being taking joy first um and all of these other things that came along with old ways of thinking um and it was powerful those 10 seconds were powerful Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Awareness, honestly, the, the thing with meditation, again, um, for those of you that missed it, you know, go to our um, summit page for creativity is um, we all have our interviews and workshops on there. Mine was on uh, no bullshit meditation. But uh, meditation is just awareness. I mean, the whole day you can be in state of meditation if you are just aware of you inside, you know, your emotions, your actions, your avatars that are coming out and playing and all that stuff. As long as you're aware and anything you do, if you put that awareness in it, is meditation. You don't need to make time for it or do anything like that. And also, as we're all, I think, saying the same thing, once you start in that path and you are more aware, then also you're more able to tune in to your intuition, to your own guiding system and see and higher self. You know, you, you get the messages you want. You get those words, uh, like Mari said, too. The words come to you, those things that you need to release, see everything comes. And um, fun. Fun is another big one in there that I think everybody misses. We take life too seriously and just oh add some more fun into it. Um, so the other thing, I love that poem. So what made you, the, at the end of the chapter, you have a really beautiful poem. So... Uh, it's called A Foreign Place by Myra Lee. So what what made you come up with that? I like that. So that's the first poem I ever wrote in my whole life. Um, and it was probably just like a year ago, maybe less, six months ago. Um, to be honest, the whole chapter, it was not planned. Like nothing about it yeah. was. I, <laughs> never even thought you know everybody or you know we've been talking about the stories about the the boots or whatever because that's how i start my chapter i had never even expressed that story i mean i don't think i had thought about that like i don't know you know what i mean so like the whole thing i feel like was just kind of inspired and all of that and i just feel like adding that in um one because i felt like it was my first poems it's kind of important to me um but it also does have all of the themes of everything that I talk about in my chapter which is where it's kind of a metaphor the entire thing um so it, it actually has a lot of symbolism and and things like that and so um I like it because it's like okay the chapter is very like straightforward like just giving it to you and then I love poems because they just allow you to reflect and take whatever you want from it so it's a, a little bit less prescriptive than like be out of your mind follow your bliss you know that feels like step one step two you know like it's a little bit versus a poem is just you just kind of sit with a poem there's nothing to do there's nothing you know no task no takeaway but you just can can I think receive or you know um, just take away whatever you need from it. So that's why I love, I like poems. And yeah, it brings a different message and I, it, it does close it kind of in nicely of all those things that you mentioned in there. And I think it's great that we're talking about intuition and that fine tuning of it. And we're also saying that once you start down that road and you're aware and you're in touch, then everything happens in divine timing and divine order. Because again, the whole process of, I think Hollis can speak to this, how 
she found all of us or we found her and how our stories yeah. it wasn't supposed to be like that but it has the message so stop worrying about what it's gonna be like what you're gonna receive have fun follow that soft voice inside be aware and it's gonna get you to where you need to be and when you need to get there you're gonna show up yeah i i guess do you guys want me to share with you what i received today like as far as yeah yes please it was an analogy because what i was saying of course I'm so I'm huge on manifestation. Like I believe, I mean, it's it's actually true. At this point, it's scientific. So I, I always say I believe because I don't want it to, you know, whatever. But you know, uh, reality is preceded by vibration, right? So vibration, emotion, ideas, action, and then results, right? So then we get reality. So so there's kind of this natural flow of creation, and. Um, I've been thinking about the things that I want and what is the vibration, the essence of it, right? Um, so that I don't get caught, too caught up in the details. And I just spent um, a week and a half in Austin. I love Austin. All, you know, my family's there. So there's so much love. And I've been thinking, like, I really want to just be surrounded by this. And then I was thinking, well, what is this, right? And and then that's when I come came to, like, oh, it's that love. It's that appreciation, that full acceptance, <laughs> of my family. And so then I, um, I, I guess I just thought about that after, after I left and, and why I wanted that. And so today's message was about the love. Cause I think about my grandmother and my mother specifically, cause we have deep love uh, for each other. And I was, and I guess the universe or my Twitter, you know, kind of the message that came was, right now you are in Chicago does that mean that that love is not available to you and it's like well no of course they love me you know just because I'm not in Austin doesn't mean that they're like forgot about me don't know who I am and don't care they still love me so the love's there we're just not you know touching feel you know it's not a physical manifestation and the next kind of logical thought was if you wanted to be in Austin, could you make that happen? I'm like, yeah, I can. I could just book another flight. It's not a big deal. It's not going to be instant. It's not going to be like next second, right? But can I make the arrangements to get back to Austin as soon as possible? Absolutely. That's not difficult. But why don't I want to do that? Because there's other elements in my desires and in what my teacher calls like the vortex, right? In like these, this place where I've put all my desires there's not just my relationship and this deep connection there's also a house where I, I can call my own and you know it's gonna look a certain way and I have interesting projects to work on and I have this and I have that so like that's just one element and I think that's what we do when we're trying to manifest we focus on that one thing we want and the universe is like yeah I mean if you want we can make that happen like now but the thing is like there's so much more that you've asked for that you don't even realize that we're making it all happen for you. And that that's that requires kind of the letting go and the trusting the universe and the perfect timing that that you guys were talking about to help it all unfold beautifully. But is it available right now? Yes. Can it happen? Yes. But don't you want it all? And don't you want it to unfold in such a like pleasant way? And also like 
it's not going away. So I think that was a part that the universe is trying to tell me, like, what I want in, in these other realms, it's like the love of my mother and my grandmother. It's not like, well, if I don't get back to Austin in the next month, they might not love me anymore. <laughs> you know, it's not like that. It's like, that's always going to be there. So there's really no need to be freaking out here or need to, and, and so just basically like relax. It's all coming. You know, it's all available right now, you know, kind of. So if you think about love, it's not something you can touch or feel, but it's exists. And so like, so does everything else. Um, And, but of course we want to play with it, right? We want to have lunch and we want to have it in the bank account and we want to park it in the driveway, right? Like we, (laughs) we also want that, but, but the essence of it is there and the fun and the freedom and the excitement and the eagerness and the creativity around it it's all there. And so I think just kind of settling into like the essence of what I want is here. Do I have access to it? And just kind of feeling your way, I think is the message I received today. That's a wonderful message. That's a really good message because I think um, it's important for people to know uh, we've become so in a society of instant gratification that everything has to be now and I must have it now and I must feel it now that it's important to know there are other venues even that you can feel that Um, something I always talk with my clients is that you know all those walls that you've worked so hard in building and putting up for yourself for your protection and um, also those things are what's blocking things flowing to you, all those things that you want, you've put it out there, but then you've sort of built this alleyways and, you know, uh, small turns and twists and it has to come through this route and it has to come this way to get to me. And, you know, if it doesn't come this way, you're not. So the more you, sort of like yeah put it out there and then let it go and break your walls and be open to receive it in whichever shape or form that it's coming to you um you know that love that you want you know open it up you can there's so many ways into receiving it there's so many even you know go out in nature for a walk you're gonna feel that love you're gonna feel that connection and Yes, the, the exact way you want it to, that will happen as well. But in the meantime, if you just open those channels and, you know, have more ways that it can flow to you, I think it's great. Right. And oh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I think what you're getting to is so critical to manifestation that usually people overlook that part, but it's getting to that essence of what you want, why you want it and tapping into it now which is what you're saying, like, okay, you know, I I think usually when people talk about manifestation, it's always money or not always that's where we start. And then we go to the relationship and then we go to the house and the car and then the, you know, whatever. And then those projects. And, um, but like, if we talk about money, because I think that's something that even those who have a lot still like, well, why not? Let's have more. Um, why do you want it? Right. Is it the sense of freedom? Is it the sense of stability? Is it the sense of ease? And then finding that somewhere else so that you're in that mm-hmm. 
vicinity of it. I, I think that's what you're saying. And it's just so critical to start there because I think that's where people kind of give up a little bit quickly in the ease and letting go. Cause they're like, but I, you know, they're, they're trying to work hard or that like you were saying, they try to make it happen this one way that they can perceive. And, mm -hmm. and that's hard. Cause when you get stuck in one way, that's limiting. And then, yeah, you don't allow the universe. You don't give room for surprise and delight. Yeah. Yeah. I really love how I just want to touch and I know we're going to about to close, but, um, uh, what you mentioned about love and um, how that feels. I think it's important to bring that up because I like the layers of it and um, recognizing that when you feel a certain kind of love, and I, I don't know, I kind of correlated to like almost like a safety, um, like with your mother and your grandmothers, there's this feeling and you want to feel it more like, and it feels like a safe space and you feel like you can, somebody cares about you and you feel nurtured and all of these things. And would you look at that baby? <laughs> a big baby. <laughs> She's so freaking baby. <laughs> but I think it's just so important to recognize that because it, it's kind of like you could pick up and like run home and be like, I'm going to live there and I'm going to be right next to them and I'm going to pick up my life and I'll just do what I'm doing there. And yeah, that could be one way you could go if that felt fully right. Um, but at the same time, I think it's important to recognize that it does. And just because you're feeling it doesn't mean that that's the way that it has to be. It can. Because that's exactly my thought. I'm like, I am totally free to be and live anywhere that I want. So I'm like, okay, so I'll just, but then it's like, but yeah, there are other pieces. And it's like, that's just where it's like, just let it go because Austin's not going anywhere either. You know, like, but it's not like, like if I don't move, <laughs> but yeah. it's gratitude for that. Like you have that. Yeah. And not everybody does have that. Right. Maybe they have it in different ways. So it's like, oh my God, I am so grateful that I have that in my life. And those options are there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And another quick tool that has helped me just for those looking for practical stuff is just, um, so I have, I just did this for the first time yesterday, which. I've heard my teacher talk about it so much, but I finally did it. But just like on one side of the paper, write satisfied, on the other side, write unsatisfied. So it's not the best ever and the worst ever. It's just satisfied, unsatisfied. And just go through your thoughts about a subject, like what, whatever it is, and write, is this thought satisfying or unsatisfying? And just write it out and just kind of see where more of your thoughts fall. And if you, if it feels good, maybe spend a little bit more time in the satisfied because there is so much to be grateful for. And I was actually surprised because I did it on a subject that I thought, well, I'm not too happy about this, <laughs> but I did it. Right. I was like, so I was like, let me fix some of this, these thoughts that I have around this topic. And my dissatisfied was maybe three or four long and I couldn't, I didn't have enough room for the satisfied. I'm like, there's so much going right here. Wow. I can't even believe, you know, that I've, that I was even complaining about it, if you will. So yeah. So just a little, little, another fun thing to do. Nice. Nice. Well, a lot of good points here, guys. We talked about intuition, how to get in touch with it love and awareness and there's so much more that we can talk about we're a little over our time limit but um i think we're gonna 
pick this up another time and have another interview. Uh, all the links are in the post. Go ahead, find her on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, um, and we have her website on there. And we also didn't get to talk about Be Out of Your Mind, and that was something I was going to put out there. But the link to Be Out of Your Mind is on there as well. So check it out, and we're going to have her back on the show and yes. talk to her again. Thank have you. a wonderful day, everybody. Thank so you for being fun. here. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye.